Just imagine Guthrie naked on the beach in Mexico. (laughs) Just imagine him lying out. He's got a lot of hair. I've seen it. There's a lot of hair everywhere. (laughs) It prevents you from getting sunburned. You know, see, the best part is that you're waiting for me to cut in and make it I know. Off I'm waiting for somebody to save me here. <laughs> I'm just going to keep running with this image. You can go as long as you want. We're still alive somehow in 2018. As of now, this podcast still is entitled the ACC Basketball Degenerates, but it, it might soon turn into the Luke and Taylor show or the no shows. Regardless, I, I'm glad that I, I'm with you in the flesh, Taylor, and I'm glad I'm with you in spirit over the phone. Michael Jaffe and uh, Guthrie's in Mexico. He's... He's not with us. Anything to add to that? That's my intro. I, I think I said it I mean, all at the beginning. I hope, they don't, I hope they don't build the wall too soon. I hope he can uh, come back. <laughs> that's, all I that's all I gotta say. All right. Uh, 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 I hope you two have some <laughs> angles today. Well, I have plenty of angles. I expected you two to have zero because I, I, I don't know. Have you been really watching college basketball? That's uh, this is a true serum question. Yeah. You, you, okay, I believe you. I, the, I believe your eyes. The thing that I've noticed in my life, like sports watching, I was actually reflecting on that is that. I watch a lot less uh, non-ACC basketball than I used to. I used to, you know, love a little, like, Pac-12 action. Yeah, I used to love a little, like, midnight West Coast game. Ooh, can't do it anymore. I'm getting Mm. old. My my body is is letting me down. Hey, how are the kids doing? Are they still alive? They are. (laughs) Everybody's alive. Everybody's good. Christmas present's fantastic. That's all that matters, right? Christmas was great. Santa came. Santa's alive. Well, I want to let you two know... Before we start, I had an outstanding New Year's Eve. Just outstanding. Oh, you did. I did. The, the New Year's hater. Had it was. A great New Year's no, hater. no, I'm, I'm the, the New Year's hater. I'm the New Year's lover. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right, right. I'm Started the night out year. with a couple cocktails and uh, with Guthrie and Quinn before they went to Mexico. Okay. Went over to okay. an incredible party, did some arts and crafts with the ladies, toasted <laughs> in the New Year's. I don't know how to respond to this. And then went back uh, uh, for the after party and stayed we, up until three. When we say arts and crafts, is that a euphemism or are we no, talking about no, like it's you made real uh, arts and what real did you crafts? Do? What crafts? Did you, I hope Woodworking? you, I hope you like, painted a nude model or you something. You made a birdhouse. What, what, what did you do? You made a birdhouse. <laughs> no, nothing spectacular, but arts and crafts. Yeah. Well, Wait, like, like did making you stationary. What did you do? Making stationary. That type of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. As oh. one does. Okay. Get this off, is, get yeah. off my lawn, guys. This is, one this is my you and your <laughs> <laughs> This is my new idea for New Year's since I am a New Year's hater because time is a flat circle and it's arbitrary date. Gregorian calendar. I'm a truther. Hashtag truther. Uh, well, what uh, if, we had a fantastic night and, and you didn't, obviously. You probably went to bed at nine <laughs> like my parents. <laughs> That's right. I didn't even have a TV where I was. I was had a fireplace and then we pulled it up on the laptop to watch the ball drop. You're such a millennial. Very, You're very such a millennial. You pulled it up on the laptop to watch it fall. Yeah, and then immediately went to bed. Yeah, you know, I, I hear it from other people. I can tell why our listeners don't really like you. That is a, <laughs> that is a terrible, terrible way to spend the year's Eve. Who do you think is the most liked and most hated of us of us among our listeners? I think Vegas Mike is definitely our, our biggest crowd pleaser. Most loved, yes. Yeah. No, I, I would have said Guthrie Alexander. I mean, that guy's <laughs> voice is terrific. <laughs> I sound like I've just like have a like a ton of marbles in my mouth trying to like entertain you guys. And am not, I, am I the villain works. of this podcast? Because that would actually make me feel special in a way. <laughs> no, it would make me feel special. I, I, I think know. I still I have that. that, that we're we're vying for that position. Like just happily sitting around the fire, just with your laptop watching the ball drop. 
you know, drunk with your brothers. Just like, yes, that is actually know, what it is. I don't know. Morgan it's, shooting him looks every every yeah. 30 minutes, coming I, in and scowling. I literally had a, yeah. a tartan blanket wrapped around my legs. <laughs> New Year's Eve is a fantastic holiday. I, I'm a firm believer everything was confirmed. Uh, bringing in 2018, it's going to be a fantastic year. Okay, Taylor, before we proceed. A reminder that you can contact us, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, accbballdegens at gmail.com or at accbballdegens on Twitter. And please uh, leave us a review in the iTunes store. Subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. It makes a big difference, and uh, we really appreciate it. And we try to get to all the listener feedback that we receive. All right, back to the content. Let's go. Lots of action over the weekend, especially in conference play. Where would you like to begin, Taylor? I have lots of things to say. I think I feel like I know where you'd like to begin. Your boys had a big weekend. Do you want to start there? Do you want to start? No, I won't. See, (laughs) UVA is going to win the regular season. ACC regular season title. Settle down, okay? Don't go that far yet. We're three games into the schedule. I think it's pretty premature for anyone to make that statement, but folks are trying to make that statement. I'm not going to go there. I'm not jumping all the way to that (laughs) conclusion. I still think there's a lot of games to go. However, I will say this. I'm decent at picking who the best teams are. Right now, my top four is partially intact with Notre Dame, Duke, and Virginia. I still think those two te- those three teams are going to um, be there at the end of the year. I can't wait for you guys to have a Clemson slumber party oh, that God, I can crash. I was just waiting as I was driving here. I was like, God, I can't wait to be like, I'm all in for Clemson. We're not going to start there. We need to start with, uh, and I told you so, and too bad Guthrie's not here. But can we talk about Virginia Tech, or are you guys allergic to dumpster fires? Yes, we can. Oh, yes, we can. Are you guys allergic to dumpster fire talk, or can we go there? Because I I knew that team was a fraud from day one, and you know what? It's a great I told you so for the podcast, except Guthrie picked him fourth somehow in the league, which is not not good um, reflection on our skills. I think they had a a nice bounce-back win against Pitt. And I uh, think that, that it's early. As you said, there are still a lot of games to play. They only beat Pitt by like 10 at home. And, uh, yeah. You know what? I, I just am the guy standing in the corner saying I told you so to the to half of the college basketball community. So I was at the Virginia, Virginia, well not, no, I was at Virginia Boston College in person. And there were people on press row and, and in the crowd who thought that Virginia Tech was better than BC. And I laughed at them. I like publicly mm-hmm. laughed at them, and they didn't understand. And maybe they'll see the light Good now. Good for you. Good they, for they you. Have certainly, Good for you for uh, laughing at them. I mean, for them to think that someone like Justin Robinson or Justin Bibbs could even compare to the level of someone like Jerome, Jerome Robinson. Robinson. I mean, the you know, they need to play the press. That's why people don't trust them. Now that their players have made any noticeable strides from last season, maybe right. Blackshear. I, yeah, mean, I was going to say, Kerry Blackshear is slightly more coordinated. But Are you guys you know, more like afraid of Justin Robinson as an upperclassman compared to where he was two years ago? The answer is no. And mm-hmm. that team is in shambles. They can't defend. Their three-point shooting has gone down. They might finish penultimate in the league. I think they're definitely finishing 10 or worse. Can we all be in agreement there? What's What's the best case for them in terms of like Ooh. how do they get back to the expectations or crawl back a little bit towards the expectations that people had? I don't know. Like what happens? Go Tanya Harding uh, and the rest of the ACC. <laughs> I mean, they they really need to win these next two games, which I would is Wake Forest and Louisville. Um, Louisville is obviously floundering right now. If they can be Wake Forest on the road, that will be a start. But it's hard to imagine them winning more than six games in the ACC. Yeah, right? they're awful. Just bad I don't at basketball. Really see it. 
just bad at basketball, and, and it, I couldn't be more thrilled that I picked that out. And they have a tough schedule, I think, Luke, as you know. They still have Duke, Virginia, Miami on the road. Yeah, all they've these got, they've got yeah. good teams on the road, and they've got great teams at home. It's and they're going to get wrecked. Terrible. It's just and. I cannot believe people actually were voting for them in the top 25 of the preseason. Shame yeah, on you AP yeah. voters. Shame on you for watching your football and not your college basketball. Well, thankfully, we're <laughs> here, guys, to uh, you know show folks the light. Other teams that we can discuss, let's go to NC State and Duke. I was in Raleigh Wednesday and Thursday of this past week. I thought about driving back Saturday at midnight because I knew the party would still be going. It might still be going. <laughs> It might still be going on currently. Can we get a Pat correspondent on Twitter to give us some footage or an update? That'd be fantastic. Your seven was yeah, I would love that. Your seven was excellent in the game. Raleigh's a fun town. NC State's their mid-range game was very impressive against yeah. Duke. Uh, I can't remember the last time I saw a team that effective in the mid-range, just destroying another squad with mid-range jump shots and, and nice little tuck passes to Abdul Malik Abu. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, when you, when you got Love guys him. like Beverly and your seven on your team, I mean, you got to be able to hit the mid-range game. And I thought your seven was, was great. I mean, he had 16 points, 8 of 13 from the field, and was just... Pulling, pulling those, uh, I guess those Duke bigs, if you even want to call them that, uh, pulling them away from the hoop, and they weren't able to uh, so you call compete. Yeah, great I mean, second well, half for for the Wolfpack. I, like I loved watching Torin Dorn in this game. It just looked like he wanted to murder the basket on every possession, and NC State just was attacking so hard. The ba- like attacking the basket so hard, and against Duke, that's just killer because Duke doesn't play any defense. And I've heard so much talk in like from media, whatever, all the, the kind of narrative around it is like, well, maybe this will be like that Duke team, the national championship team that suddenly turned around and played defense, w- you know, when they hit the tournament. And I was trying to kind of think, do I feel like that's a fair comparison? I don't think so. Do you guys think it's a fair comparison? It doesn't feel like it to me. I mean, one of the, I literally watched an NC State game like, one of the I was talking about Torn Dorn. He literally at least had took Quinn Cook, who is a veteran player, who actually knew what he was doing on that end. Yeah, and that, do they have anybody here who's going to step up and like? I don't know. They don't have anybody who seems like an elite lockdown defender to me that could like turn it on. Here's and a question. Here's a real question. The truth is, they only yeah, run like I don't six see guys. It at all. I mean, even even that 2015 team that finished the year, they finished the year as a top 10 defense on Ken Palm. I mean, they were, or I should say, they were 11th in the country. There's no way this team finished. They're 108 right now. No way. They're 108, which is incredible. And here's something that's interesting. Despite all the media praising and like bowing down at the altar of Kay and this Duke team and Bagley. Nobody else is afraid of this team right now. I mean, Boston College wasn't, NC State wasn't, and we weren't right at them. I mean, despite mm-hmm. you know the media puts the fear of fear into us that this team is an all-time team, but no, it's not happening right now. Their defense is not there. And here's a question. Here's a, a legitimate question for me: Are too many players worried about their draft stock, and can that disrupt this team? Because if you're going to be trade of all and start sacrificing and not taking shots. Your draft stock is going to plummet. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know who's going to sacrifice for this team. Is it going to be Grayson? No, this is his last run. He's going to want some. He's going to want usage rates. Backlish is getting a lot of usage rates, so that's not going to change. I, kinda, I mean, you've got Gary Trent, I, who's you know a top ten guy. I mean, he has aspirations to be a lottery pick. I think that's an issue. I think it's maybe less an issue on the offense. I mean, they're still scoring a lot of points, and their offense is great. But I think it, on the defense, I don't know if it's that they're like worried about their draft stock. It's just more like 
they kind of have that mindset like we'll just outscore everyone. Why is Trey Duvall shooting threes? Should never happen. Yeah, maybe that should never happen in the game. For and Duke. that bit them in that. What, what was the game? Was it the Boston College game where like the second to last possession? Like, right? What are you doing? He shouldn't have what taken that shot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just I feel like I think we talked about running a six man rotation, having no depth. Is that going to tire them out? And will it tire them later in the ACC season? They didn't play a midweek game. I think it hurts them where they can't contest. I, I kind of agree with you that it doesn't really matter. They also later have in the plenty season. of depth. It, it just doesn't get played. Right, it doesn't get played. But those guys can't contest at the rim because they're worried about fouls, worried about sitting, maybe for the rotation, maybe for their draft stock. And they don't contest at the rim partially. And they also, I mean, they don't make good decisions on defense. You force them into a ball screen or like, to choose when to rotate, they can't do it. Too much standing around a defense. Mm. Are we are we yeah. off Duke? It sounds really bad. Well, like, are we off them completely? Let's, they've dropped two games. They're in a they're two behind the leaders right now, and they lost to non upper echelon squads. Let's face it. Boston College is a mid table team, and I think NC yeah, State's I mean, lower. They still mid. have to go to Virginia and go to Notre Dame. No, they don't uh, go to Virginia. They, have sorry, Virginia they, they play them both at home. I mean, I think that those. Those two games allow them to maybe catch up with some of the ACC's elite. Um, I still like them to win the conference, but it's going to be close. It doesn't look too good right now. It seems like you know what they need. They need like a road trip right now, and the problem is they're already in ACC play. They need this season to be like fifty games long, not uh, not forty. So I I don't know. They're in a tough spot right now where they need to find themselves. Let me let me throw a rule rule here out for you for how we consider Duke. Is it fair to say, from a gambling perspective, which of course you know we should the all worst be, team to ever consider talk- wagering? No, but should we if we get teams that are getting points against them, five six points, sure. anything like that against a legitimate team, it's automatic uh, bet against Duke there. Take I, a team. I would go eight eight to ten. In I think the ACC. It's going to be hard to get that many now. Eight or ten. Yeah, if it's I mean, a, if it's know. the game I is think, not a camera, you could get that. Like, uh, well, see, I, you know, you got like this Miami game, which I see that as being a close game. Um, there, but I don't think you're going to get five or six. No, you're you know, going to get like one. When they're going to be playing at Miami. Yeah, you're going to get. You like, know, I, you know, I don't. I wouldn't want to take like Wake Forest or Pittsburgh. I mean, no, if they play yeah. Wake Forest and Pittsburgh twice. In, uh, over the next five games, you know, or four times total. So Duke has you know, not they're, covered. They're going to get into a bit of a rhythm here before they run into Virginia and Notre Dame. They have yet to cover an ACC play. Let's go into Virginia, That's North fair. Carolina. Woo! UVA, North Carolina. Isaiah Wilkins was all up in Luke May's tail. And his mm. post-game comments, I was there, didn't explicitly state anything, but you could tell by his facial expression and his smile that he was legitimately out there to prevent May from scoring at all. And that said something. I think he took that matchup extremely personally, especially after all this Luke May hype. Can we get a new Luke May nickname? As of now, he's Sharpie Beard. But could we call him the... <laughs> that, that seems like we can work on that. <laughs> it seems like we can work on that. I think yeah, we could do better. The non-conference king? The man who would be non-conference mm. king? I don't know. Third option scorer? He was atrocious. <laughs> best, he best got, he got I, it handed to him. He got North packed. I was going to run into trouble on the last podcast. They're just not, they're not that, they're not that great because Theo Pinson plays too many minutes. I mean, if Theo, if Theo's playing that many minutes for your team, you're not. He didn't you're not score a field goal, by the way. So. Didn't score a field goal on Saturday. Just throw that out there. Yeah, All yeah, I could exactly. think during that entire game was like here, somebody Theo. asking, I'm what still, does Theo Pinson do? Listen, I'm still semi in on Carolina because I think Joel Berry, the second, the second. Yeah, he's admit, He's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, and what what what, what kind of is unfortunate this year is that 
his efficiency is taking such a big hit because he's trying to carry the load so much. But even even so, he's, he's so still good. coming up in those big moments. He really is. You gotta love watching him play. I do. He's so steady. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, yeah. got those crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah, he does. His man doesn't blink. Uh, All right, we gotta get him. He's a pirate. Strong, he's gonna man. be he's really well going to the Johnny Depp in, in his future. All right, the Virginia high tide, especially over here, is. I don't want to say out of control. It's maybe getting out of control a little bit. Uh, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I, I don't want to be the old man saying, oh, oh, it's all settled down. No, this team is an excellent basketball team. And I'll I'll just say right they have, now. They have lots of weapons, and they're defending at a high level. And they have Wilkins, who is one of the best defenders in the conference I think we've seen in a while. Perkin Palm, they are the favorites to win the ACC. And I'm aware of that. It's like pretty, I don't want to say it's not even close, but it's pretty far out ahead of other teams. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think, as you've noted, they have a favor. They have some favorable games on the schedule. They get some home games against some of the, you know, tougher teams. They go away to Duke, but yeah, yeah, they just have yeah, excellent shooting. North Carolina and, win really shapes them up nicely. Uh, they will play their old nemesis Syracuse at home uh, tomorrow. Actually, correct Tuesday. Um, but isn't that team? Isn't that team Taylor that built to? Isn't that team Taylor built to bust a zone? If you have Ty Jerome's range. From the key, and then you have Guy and and Hall on the wings, and you can drop Isaiah Wilkins in the middle. It seems like a pretty good attack against his own. And Syracuse plays right into the pack line's hands because they can't shoot the ball. Oh, all, yeah, they, all they all do they get is, is inside. So if the pack doesn't even need to extend out really to the three point line, they could just say, "Come get us." I don't know. That's yeah. an eleven point line. I'm, I wouldn't touch I like it in 12. either direction. Wow. Yeah, but if Makes Mike, if Mike would Syracuse. like to take Syracuse money line, you're welcome to Mike. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I would I'll love book to that. take Syracuse money, money line. There. I'll I'll book it for you. This, you yeah, all right. give me give me the plus three eighty. I'll take that on Syracuse. Oh wow, look at this action. Okay. <laughs> Any Somebody write this down so we remember it because I won't remember. it. <laughs> so Syracuse is one and two. They beat a terrible Virginia Tech team at the dome. Mm-hmm. Lost to the friskiest team in the league right now, Notre Dame who yeah. is off to a 3 0 start in the absence of Bonsi Colson. That was a great finish, by the way. The Fluger put back. Yeah, Watch the ending. Fantastic. Could I, have been happier <laughs> for him. I've been surprised by Notre Dame without Colson. I kind of wrote him off as soon as he was gone. So it's been impressive. I've, I've been, it's been pleasantly surprising. Yeah, I was yeah. really excited for Fluger, and his hair is way better than yours right now. <laughs> I mean, you know that that hurts. You know, that, you know how to hurt me. Fluger reminds me of uh, Jack from Titanic, man. He's, <laughs> he's got that look, you know. I feel like he, he can hold me on the bow of a ship and we could we could rock our way to New York City together. You know, I just feel like Rex Fluger. Steady hands. What a, what a nice replacement for Vestoria. You know, just, just feels, I feel comfortable with him. Hey, he's just a rock solid guy on each end. Yeah. Just rock yeah, solid. He's Irish jig dancing in the basement of uh, the Titanic. Yeah. You mm-hmm. trust him. That's where the real party is, if you remember the court. <laughs> <laughs> it's where the real party every single time, man. It's always, it's always with the help. You know it. All right, uh, that's all I have on those two teams. Should we motor on? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's keep pushing. Let's keep pushing So we've forward. covered thus far the Virginia Tech dumpster fire, which I couldn't be more pleased at. Not because I have a vendetta against them, just because I like being right, and I like proving idiots wrong. And it's exactly what happened on this podcast. We touched on North Carolina and Virginia, each of those squads. Duke... Question marks, lots of them. We're not out like some people are. 
still still think their schedule is easy enough that they can get back and get in the title race or win the title. And then NC State, sort of a wonk team. I'm not going to pay too much attention. I'm not buying NC State stock after the Duke game. I think it's a perfect storm game. Can we agree there? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they're I mean, dangerous. They're dangerous. If you were an NC State fan, I've said this several times, like that game is so encouraging about the Kevin Keats era. All right. My fraud, leader, my fraud meter has been very solid this year. And this is a challenge for you two because it's up on this team. But you can have your little slumber party right now. Go right ahead. The team that's really going to win the ACC? Are we ready for this? The Clemson <laughs> Tigers? Right what? Right Brad Brownell vindicated after all these years. <laughs> Look, I mean, I don't know if they're going to win the ACC, but they have a they have a shot. They got a puncher's chance here, and I'm loving them. Elijah Thomas has been a revelation. He is like the new, better version of Landry Noko. Uh, yeah, and, he's he's been excellent. I mean, their defense is great. When they're off, their offense isn't amazing, amazing. But when it's on, they space the floor so well. And it's interesting to me because they don't like they don't actually shoot the three point shot like at a higher percentage, really, like anything outstanding. They shoot it exactly at the you know league median rate. But they just get such open looks off like the ball screen, and then they always seem to have like Reed or Mitchell or somebody like Devoe in that corner. To like take that shot or pump fake and go to the hoop, and they get a lot of easy baskets that way. I just, I don't know. It's it's good. I think watching the their most recent game, the overtime win against Louisville, the thing that struck me is because they really only play like a seven man rotation, and they really only have one credible big man inside Thomas. He doesn't front in the post. He lets they get a lot of like other teams get a lot of easy entry passes, and so like skilled big men can score on them in one on one situations a lot. But uh, and that could maybe come back to bite them. But they make them take tough shots, and they space the floor in offense. I, I mean, Reed, Thomas, Grantham, Mitchell, and Devoe. That is like a really, really nice starting lineup that I think can match up yeah. well with the top of the ACC. Well, congratulations, with you guys have one more week to enjoy this. <laughs> and then it's on to Miami at home, at North Carolina, Notre Dame at home, at Virginia, at Georgia Tech, North Carolina at home. Good luck. Yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> it's it's going to be tough. I'll be the guy in the corner next podcast for you two, right? Because it's going to be a month before we record again. Clemson is actually the team that everybody you know thought that Virginia Tech was going to be. Like this team of essentially swingmen that move yeah. the ball really well and actually shoot the ball uh, pretty well this year. And, and here's the kicker. They're actually a top 10 defense, you know, which actually allows you to compete in NCAA basketball. Um, okay. So, you know, it's interesting. You know, Clemson got zero hype, but Virginia Tech got so much. Well, I, I would agree with that. I'm not going to put them up in the top tier of the ACC. They don't no, have a good no. win. They squeaked by Boston College in Chestnut Hill, which is solid. I'll, I'll give them credit for that. Beat a, yeah. a Louisville team who's having the year from hell. And really mm-hmm. didn't – I mean, the non-conference, they beat the schizophrenic Florida team when they were not feeling themselves – Beat a pretty good Ohio State team on the road. Yeah, yeah which is looking better. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to lose to my. I mean, I think they're going to beat Miami, but then lose to Duke in their next two games. They're going to split. They those. don't play Duke in their next two games. Oh, sorry. Lose to Duke whenever they... When is the next one? Oh, God. It's at forever. North Carolina. T- take a lap. Sorry. Gracious. Got excited. I'm getting really excited about this Miami... Clemson game because Miami is really the other credible team I think to yeah, win. Well, yeah, let's talk about that Miami Clemson yeah. game because I am I am pretty 
pretty far deep into Miami right now. I mean, I'm really enjoying this Miami season. So. Really? Why don't, why don't you tell me? That's a another bit about team. My meter is. Oh, you don't think so? Luke's fraud meter is high oh, on Miami no. as well. Yeah, <laughs> trust was, that team. It was high last time oh. we talked. <laughs> Can't believe you guys trust this Miami team. I don't know if I trust them, uh, but like like Mike said, they have a top ten defense in the nation, which allows you to compete, and they have guys who like can make plays. I mean. Bruce Brown can make plays. <laughs> they have no Newton good wins. They have no good wins. Chris they Likes is my favorite Tiger. player to Fine. watch right now. Minnesota, uh, Minnesota's a good win. That's it. They have the Minnesota win. They're still hanging their hat on the Minnesota am, win back in the Big Ten ACC. Hey, I am here to watch Chris win. Likes, all five, seven of him, just like scoot around the court yeah. and just take well, it to fun. people. I like Likes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the key is, is, is Chris Likes going to play over Jaquan Newton? Because if they are, no. if he is, then... Oh, man, they're just such a more exciting team when he's on the floor. And uh, DeJuan Huell, I, I thought, was was incredible in the Florida State game. And if he continues to play well, I you know, I don't see them – I don't see Elijah Thomas uh, being able to guard uh, Huell in that Clemson game. See, it'll you know, be interesting just, to see Huell matched up like one-on-one because, to me, he gets a ton of his points uh, like finishing at the rim, like rolling to the rim after like – chances are created by Brown or Newton. He's mm. off ball right. screens. These guards kind of find a way to get into the lane and then Huel's getting a lot of like easy or semi-contested looks, which he's doing an awesome job finishing and like just dunking on people all over. But it'll be interesting right. to see him if he's forced to post up and slow down, you know? My expert advice, don't take that team on the road on the spread. Just don't do it. Don't trust them on the road. Mm. They've got I like it. Clemson at Clemson next and then Duke at home on the 15th. So those are pretty close together, the 13th and the 15th. Secondly, that Florida State team lost that game last night. All right, they had every chance to just motor ahead and take it, but they decided not to because maybe Leonard Hamilton's not an in-game coach. Take it or leave it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 what, I, what I saw in the Florida State game was Florida State scoring zero points in the half court, and I don't – I don't really see Clemson being able to score that much in the half court either. And I, I see it as a low scoring game that Miami can grind out. I think Clemson's going to be favored to win by right now. We have it at four points. We'll pick later. I would be, we'll I'd be really tempted to take Miami plus four there. I just, I like them enough to do that. Yeah. That's sure. going to be, a, I can't wait for that game. Clemson's yeah, going to win. It'll be a great one. That's my game of the week right now in the ACC. Okay. That's fair enough. Well, I don't have any words. I wish I had sound effects for the Pitt Panthers. No. Do we have any sound effects? <laughs> just record yourself next time you're in the bathroom, I guess, right? <laughs> just, just whatever the, the Can you fart on command, Mike, from over there through the phone? That'd be great. What do you what do you think about this Florida State team? You mentioned them quickly when we were talking about Miami. I mean, they have like the athleticism <laughs> yeah. to compete. I keep waiting to for them to do something. That was a think? little bit of fool's goal. I got I got sucked in in the non conference, I'm not gonna lie. I shouldn't have. Should have known better. The meter was not yeah, up and running. The fraud meter was not running in the non-conference. I, I bought the, I ate the cake of Florida State, and now I'm regretting it. I mean, they're a team full of like really athletic slashers that can kind of swallow you on well, defense. It's, it's new for Florida State. Always, Never seen them have athletic slashers and defenders. Man, 2017-18, new, revitalized, <laughs> revamped Florida State team who's athletic, and they've got some defenders and slashers. I've so they can, beat, they can beat some people. You don't buy it? 
Sarcasm, Taylor. Mike got it. Mike got the joke. I, yeah, I get it. Okay. I get it. I'm with you. I'm I understand what I'm saying. Taylor, you don't buy uh, Florida State at all. Okay. Is it time for rapid fire before we do picks? Uh, yeah, we might as well. I can't. I can't talk about Florida State. I just think that they're garbage. I don't think that. Uh, I can't. I can't speak to them in a way that uh, will convince anyone to take them anytime. Unless they're playing Louisville, which they are on Wednesday. And you can you, feel uh, why did all of you guys pick Louisville like top four? Did I do that? I don't yeah. think I did that. Yeah, I don't think I did. I think. I mean, I think Ken gave us some real insight, right? He said, uh, you know, it he just people will constantly underestimate losing a Hall of Fame coach, and we saw it with Bayheim last year, and it's happening right now in Louisville. Sometimes it's you see it with, with back surgeries too. You know what's that? Sometimes you see it with back surgeries. Yeah, the annual sure. back surgery happens for Duke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Tighten up the screws. <laughs> Fair enough. It I, sounds stupid when you say it, but I—that is exactly what I did, Mike. I was like, "Oh yeah, David Paget. He'll just pick up where no. the team left off. <laughs> yeah, Take care. You know, it's a system. It's a system team, right?" <laughs> And it sounds dumb to say now, but I definitely, even if I didn't consciously articulate it, that is how I thought about them. We're not talking about the Goldilockses because I have nothing to say. I'm sure Taylor could well up a few opinions on Georgia Tech and Florida uh, and Wake Forest, but we're not going to go there. That's going to be saved for the next episode if it ever happens. Still dangerous. Hey, Georgia Tech, man, turning it around. They can, they can hurt around. people. Georgia had 30 they can Miami. hurt people. You guys are you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> they almost beat Notre Dame on the road. Oh, Anyways, man, what an accomplishment. See. We'll see. It's time for Rapid Hot Fire slash Quick Hits. Our listeners really need to come up with a name for this segment at this time of the program. Mm-hmm. So that's your homework, listeners. And it's really for all of college basketball. It's a broad scope, which will make Mike happy. It's not just restricted to, to the conference. But this week Thank on you. Villains, we're running it back. This week on Villains, gentlemen, any Villains this week? I've got one. Do you want me to start? Right, yeah, go ahead. Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo's sour grapes in the post game of the Ohio State disaster. Catastrophe, drubbing, I don't know, any other term you mm-hmm. want to throw out there. You know, going at his own color man on the radio for for just asking him a simple question if it was like a wake up call. Yeah. Uh, Sour grapes all around for Izzo. Not- Sour grapes. You know, he just acted like eh. he acted like a dick, let's face it. So oh, he's my no, vis- Tom, I mean, I like Tom. he's my villain of the week. A villain oh, that no. a lot of people don't realize because uh, the media Loves him to death and you know kisses the ring, so that's mine. You guys go ahead. Mm. Uh, my favorite, favorite villain is the Teddy Valentine, the ref. This is a little old. Oh, that's a good one. No, turned, his, turned his back on Joel Berry, and people are like really upset about it. And he I said he might retire. Yeah, I know. Whatever. That's kind of trying to get some sympathy. I think that's But I love it. I love the visuals. Fuck TV Teddy, okay? <laughs> He's been so bad for college basketball for so many years. I hate dramatic refs. I just give me a robot out there, man. I just over refs with personality. I agree. Get him off the floor. I'm done. Elon I, Musk settle down. working it, on the robot ref. It is a children's program, guys. Where we teach children <laughs> how to gamble. I'm sorry, yeah. So we do. We teach children how to gamble. Anyway, uh, I just love the good visual ones. of that. I love the visual of turning back on him. Mm-hmm. This week on Clowns, obviously Matt Norlander for being my antithesis and foolishly buying VT stock and claiming they were superior to Virginia. All his bases belong to us. I wish Guthrie was here for that comment. He would get that reference. Although uh, he can't be included in us because he picked VT fourth in the league. (laughs) Not looking good right now. All right. Not looking great. 
Any other clowns? Jay Billis for claiming that Duke was tired, maybe because they were practicing too hard. I think I spit out my drink mm. when I heard that on the broadcast. So he's mm-hmm. another clown of the mm. week. Do you guys have any on the spot? Uh, this is my. I mean, this is not a clown. It kind of maybe goes into villains and somewhere in between. But all I could think about when you asked me about Pitt is the what the fan who yelled at uh, Kevin Stallings like something. And yeah, which was it a Pitt fan? It, there's a whole bunch of reports about like who it was. I don't know, oh. but somebody said like you suck basically, and then he said like at least I don't pay my players. And all I could think I was like, yeah, obviously, maybe you should look into that. Maybe you should really look about <laughs> drop some bags. Yeah. in the uh, lair or the zoo as they call it. Joke of the week. I've never thought he's a good coach, so whatever. Joke of the week. Kevin, you mean Kevin from the office? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kevin, man, he—I don't know what happened to him, man. He's just so bad. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's yeah, looking man, better right now. They just threw their program away. They just threw it away. Nobody's threw looking better than down. than Jamie Dixon right now. I mean, killing it at TCU, and Pitt is like just looking like hot garbage. He he's coming off looking amazing. Joke of the week for me <laughs> hasn't really been talked about in a year or so, so I thought I'd bring it back up into the limelight. UConn men's basketball. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What happened? <laughs> Why isn't this a story? Uh, did that one national title, the flukiest national championship team of all time? You mean Kevin Ollie's, Kevin Ollie's here? By Kevin Ollie tenure? <laughs> Can he just stay there forever and not make the <laughs> tournament again? Maybe? Uh, Gosh, that you got team. right now. What a, yeah, what a catastrophe. What a joke. All right. They'll be back. It's Here's a fun... Quick hit, rapid fire. I think we should really start thinking about our all pirate team, led by Captain, <laughs> led by Captain Joel Berry the second, who I I do think is an incredible all round player, and he's also a very good scallywag. He looks like one combined. Mm. I'd like to nominate Jordan Chapman of the Boston College Eagles as his first mate on this pirate ship. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yes, it is. Doesn't he look like a pirate, sort of strange facial features? He looks like a pirate. Dude, I feel like we could really get one out of just like the entire ACC. I don't even yeah. know if we need to go to the inci- entire NCAA for this. I think Bonzi could be on the ship with Fluger. That could be a pairing. Uh, you could kind of fit Kai know. Bowman he's, in there with the red hair. He's chunky to be a pirate. You know, they live off the sea. I don't know. If <laughs> what if you put a fit. huge earring in one of Fluger's ears? You could see that, right? <laughs> he would never do that. Yeah. The main reason I said Bonzi was because he might end up with a peg leg. That's the only reason I threw him in there. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, oh. that's, oh, that's a good one. Too soon. Think about that for next episode, if there is one. Yeah, no, I'm going, I'm going to. I'm going to. Led know, by I, Captain I Joe Barry the second. Who's the stud freshman from Miami? Uh, Lenny, Lonnie, Lonnie Walker. Walker. Is that right? Lonnie Walker? Yeah, Lonnie Walker. Uh, or, yeah, oh, man. I think he may, he should be on the squad. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. seems, he seems like a, a good player for that. So. Anyways, I don't know if you guys have seen him. He's, he's pirate material. Yeah. You know what's crazy? He's, he's like their major five-star recruit. Chris likes getting all the minutes. He's like... He comes off the bench, yeah. in the, about a month, and he's just... Yeah, I don't know. Right. He turns it on, man. He gets a listeners, okay. he just, we also need yeah. a name for the ship. More homework for us and the listeners. A okay. name for the ship and maybe an illustration. But Joe Barry has to be uh, at the... I mean, the illustration is going to be... It's definitely going to be a, a topless woman, and it's going to be one of uh, Pino's mistresses or one? one of the women in the Louisville scandal. <laughs> okay. Without, right. without a doubt. Louisville's I mean, landlocked. Who's the captain? Who's the, who's Joe the Barry. boat captain? Joe Barry the second. He's the captain. 
Oh, no, I don't know. I don't but know. You said, like, he, you said last episode he looks like a pirate. Like, he is. You know, he's a pirate. He's definitely a pirate. He's the captain he of the ship. Yeah, I don't know. Man, he yeah, needs to be, so. he needs to be on the... I would him anywhere. Dude, I would love to play with Joe Barry. Listen, ah. if there's an illustration, he needs to be at the bow, right? Right mm-hmm. where Jack was yeah, when like he George was... George Washington crossing the yeah, Delaware. Yeah, exactly. That's, where, that's his location. He needs to be front and center. He's the captain. Okay. Should right. we talk about Star Wars real quick? Or should we save that for the end? Save that uh, for the end. We can. I've not seen the new flick. <sighs> okay. Okay. So you might want to see, save it until next week. I'll, I'll watch it between now and then. Let's give some advice on some lines. We can, we can talk about the book Ready Player One, which I read, which I hated. Oh, that's a garbage book. That. Yeah. And the movie's coming uh, out. Sorry. I know people love it, but like, that. yeah. Wait, you guys are having some... Was, so poorly written. Is this what I have to look forward to in my 30s? This is the entertainment that you guys have? Yes, books. Fantastic. (laughs) Read a book, Luke. Read a book. book. So go ahead and pick up Ready Player One. I read it. Oh, we can talk about the FCS National Championship game. No, we're not talking about that. Currently, the FBS National Championship is being played. I flew to Texas last weekend. That's why I'm trying to wrap up this podcast. North Dakota State, uh, whatever the hell they are, the former Carson Wentz's. Me me or somebody I may know might have Alabama in the first half. Regardless, uh, let's pick some games. Really? Yeah, We've got some, some good games. ones this week. And we'll begin. I think we got to go with tomorrow. Do you want to do the ACC games? I think Boston College getting, what, 15 at Carolina is a fantastic value. Yeah. I'm taking, was, I'm was, taking it, BC in the points. They were getting 15 when they were playing at UVA. And it was a one-point game. They were getting 15. Oh, my goodness. That's, you got to take like the easiest money ever. BC, there we go. Yeah. BC at Carolina. Jerome, Jerome Robinson is currently first team all ACC, without a doubt. I mean, he's one of the best players in the conference. I don't see anyone. I don't see Theo Pinson being able to guard him. That's for sure. I would. I would concur. Although North yeah. Carolina has an underrated defense this year, I was impressed seeing them in person. They're yeah, good they're, defensively. You're right. They're, they're, they're North Carolina is like pretty steady. They have a pretty high floor. They just don't have a ceiling. And here's where you make a the. F- Floor is the ceiling. Joe. The roof. Yeah, the roof is the ceiling. <laughs> so Syracuse at Virginia, twelve points now. Yeah, it's I think. A stay away. Stay away. I think so. Man, I, I think I think Syracuse plus twelve is, is looking really good to me. Syracuse I would be worried 12. about Virginia's margin of victory, which has been astronomical, except for the BC game. Every other game mm-hmm. has been a double-digit win, and except for the, and factor in the the WV law. WVU loss obviously wasn't a double digit. I think there's just going to be such a limited number of possessions in this game that plus 12 seems so appealing. Both these teams are going to play super slow. The Syracuse defense is kind of back from where it was last year. Yeah, Syracuse plus 12. I'm talking myself into yeah, it. Yeah, Syracuse needs this one too bad. They need it bad, man. They need a good win. You know, this this is kind of one of those games. Do I have know? to pick this Beheim, game? in coach on the road. He's, he usually has Bennett's number. I, I, like, I like Syracuse in this game. I don't think they could shoot, which is a problem. I'll take 12. I think yeah, Virginia oh, 12. That's, that's a fine. lot. A lot. Yeah. Anyways. Maybe. All right. I, I think it's a stay away, but. Let's pick one non-ACC game for tomorrow. We have to do Texas Tech, Oklahoma. Texas Tech at Oklahoma. I think Texas Tech is favored by one. They're getting three. Getting three. Whoa. Yeah, Texas Why Tech, are you surprised which about is that? Surprising, I guess I'm not. Right? People have What's wrong with you? think that they're kind of waffling a little bit, right? I mean, they, they've had some good wins, but they haven't looked as good as they did earlier in the year, and then obviously everybody loves Oklahoma right now. Yeah. Um, even Steph Curry, so. I mean, Trey Young know. is awesome to watch. But it, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm I think, not... Isn't Keenan Evans better than he is? I mean, or is that just me? Am I, 
Merlot? I'm not there on Texas Tech. I mean, they beat a Kansas team who I think is a fraud of frauds. Mm. <laughs> so I'm taking Oklahoma, giving three at home. I'm going to take Texas Tech getting the points. So you think Oklahoma's going to... So yo, this is going to be an all-time Taylor pick. I think Texas Tech is going to cover, but Oklahoma's going to win by one or two. I ta- I'm taking the value here. Texas Tech plus three. You know, I also like Texas Tech here. Uh, even though their defense is a little too reliant on turnovers for me, and they're obviously not going to turn Oklahoma over very often, um, I, I still I still like them against this Oklahoma offense. And then, you know, Texas Tech offensively is just too physical on the boards. I, I think that they get nothing but second chances all day. Oklahoma has to shoot the lights out to win this game, and I don't like that on the road against Texas Tech. No, it's at, it's at Oklahoma. It's at, Oklahoma. Oh, it's at Oklahoma, whatever. I don't like it at home either. All right, would you like to... Um, <laughs> oh, they're going to get hot in there. The gonna... Bank of Luke is open for this one. If you guys would like action, I'll, I'll go with you on this one. I'll take Oklahoma. You guys take Texas Tech. We'll talk all fair. No, why not, I like why it. We can talk yeah. all in here. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. I'm into it. All right. 7 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I'll be ready. I get my popcorn ready. You know who also was at that FCS national championship game? Terrell Owens. I saw him run a foot race against Cortland Finnegan. His name is Terrell. Finnegan it's not Terrell. It's Terrell. It was, You're wrong. It was easily the saddest thing I've ever seen. There. It was sponsored by Pizza Hut. And Tio uh, just trying to plug that corporate dollar throughout the whole halftime was like, uh, well, get, get your get your Pizza Hut ready, you know, instead of popcorn. Uh, it was It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. He was, like, out of breath. He tried to cheat at the end, tried to trip Cortland Finnegan. It, it got bad. Late-stage capitalism, right? All right, let's move to <laughs> yeah, Wednesday. Going to take a Big Ten game just for the heck of it. Purdue is getting or giving to at Michigan. Oh. Do we oh. care? We, we everybody's care. so high on Purdue right now. Yeah. I, I still love that Michigan team, man. I, I'll take Michigan all day in that game. I'll take I think, Purdue. I think Purdue's overvalued. I don't think they're as good as people say I'll that. take Purdue. Let's move to Wednesday. We've got some Michigan. ACC games here. I'm, yeah. Oh, sorry, Luke. I'll take Michigan as two-point dogs. I like that. Good pick, Luke. Good, Good pick. pick. Uh, I'm telling you, Michigan comes out with that game. They come out ahead, man. They come out ahead. Yeah. Wagner, man. Wagner's going to lock Haas down. Now, Haas can't even play in that game. He's not even going to be able to play with Wagner running circles around him. It's going to be awesome. He can't really move. Xavier yeah. Villadova is a top 10 matchup for Wednesday. Should this be our last game? I believe so. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. got to be the only. I mean, it would have been one of the top five games if it weren't for last week, I guess. But um, I don't know. I'm high on Xavier, man. They got they got so many bigs that move so well. Um, I, I just like their game right now. I like their ability to pass and shoot the basketball. I, I, I I'm I'm big on Xavier right what now. What is the line going to be? It's going to be ten points. Are we worried about Chris Mack at all in this game? <laughs> not really. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm not really. But, right. Is the uh, line going to be 10 you, points, really? Is that what it's going to be? Villanova is a 10-point favorite? That's what I'm seeing, but is that right? No, just no, no, no. I, I, think, I thought it was going to be like a 5-point line. Well, if it's a like 5-point line, I'm taking out a mortgage on um, Villanova. That team's not losing. Tr- mm. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, maybe it will be 10. I, I'm not sure. Let's assume it's an 8-point line. I'll still take Villanova. No, I'm not there on Xavier like you are. At well, Villanova, woo. Uh, yeah, Villanova, they haven't necessarily been blowing the gates off everyone. I mean, it had a narrow, well, the 10 point win over Marquette, but that was at home last time out. And lost to yeah, Butler. They're, 
in a really weird game. To be made to Villanova blow them out. <laughs> yeah, I mean Xavier also lost to Providence in their last game. They're What's kind of... a blowout? Is is ten a blowout? Not quite. Yeah, I think. It, I mean, I don't stick around when they're shooting free throws when they're up like yeah. twelve. Yeah. You know, if they win by ten, it's usually because you know they were up by fifteen at some point. You're right. I'll take Xavier. Oh. Let's let's pick quickly some ACC games for the rest of the week. Wednesday, Luke's favorite team, Virginia Tech, at Wake Forest. Uh, I think Wake Forest is only going to be a one point favorite. Maybe oh, I know what I'm doing. That game. So we got to pound Wake Forest, right? Bake. We got to take and Wake. Oh. Wake and Bake. I like it. Next game. Also, Louisville <laughs> at Florida State. Florida State six point favorites. Ooh, oh, Louisville. That's a tough Louisville. one. I don't. I don't respect Louisville, but I can't. I can't shame them like that. No way. Wait, they're. Six point dogs, you said? No, Florida State are six point favorites. Yeah, so Louisville yeah. are six point dogs. Right, yes, yes. Excuse me. Games in Tallahassee? Yes. I'll take the Knolls. No okay. problem. I... Oh, man. They don't even know where to find the stadium in Tallahassee. <laughs> can we just. <laughs> make... It doesn't even show up on Google Maps. Can we bookmark this part of the podcast where Mike Jaffe is taking that Louisville team on the road? Yep, on the road, baby. Okay. Got it. And it's only six. Yeah, it's only six. I mean, only six can feel like a lot. But I'm going to take Florida State. I'm going to remind you the, the rest of the year, Mike, that you took uh, Louisville on the road. All right. These, these are the best picks that I've had in a long time. So <laughs> I hope you guys are writing all these down. I'm, I'm e- making people millions. I don't even need to look at the Boston College, North Carolina game. I know that's a win. It's a yeah, win. Boston College. All right. I'm going to skip uh, the Clemson NC State game if you want to get to that. But Saturday, uh, North Carolina at Notre Dame. Notre Dame, three-point favorites in South Bend. Mm, mm. We think that's what it looks like. I'll take North Carolina. I don't. Yeah, I still don't trust the Irish gotta, in these big games. I, I gotta take UNC here too. UNC is too steady. I'm not kind of. I, mean, I, I would never pick this. Guy. I would never like no. wager on this game. Um, but yeah, I guess I. I guess I'd pick Notre Dame. I, I just don't really like the North Carolina team right now. Um, so yeah, I'd pick Notre Dame. I think they're gonna get it together. And, and Not enough to cover 15 against Boston College or whatever it is tomorrow night, but they'll get it together. All right, there we go. And my most highly anticipated game of the week, Miami at Clemson. In Little John Coliseum, Clemson will be favored by four, we think. All right, you're obviously taking Clemson. Two teams I don't like, by the way. Ooh, four points is so much, four, but yeah, I'm taking – Two I gotta, teams are overrated in Luke's book. I'm taking Clemson. The meter. Yeah, this is the overrated game for Luke. You guys love these teams also. Uh, yeah. You too. You love, man, them. This, love them. This is tough because I actually think that Clemson will probably cover this, but I'm going to take Miami. I think that they're a better team, but you, if you're listening to this, you should take Clemson. That is the right pick. See, Mike, like, my pride is Yeah, Clemson is the right pick. Mike's going all underdogs, but the problem is he's picking road dogs in conference play in January. It's a no-no. Mm-hmm. Just Mm-hmm. Just take the home team. Except for Just take the home team. They're going to cover. Six points. They they're a road team. The other day, game that Saturday, uh, Duke uh, hosts Wake Forest. Uh, we don't care. Duke is going to be no, a big favorite. I kind of want to take Wake Forest, but it's at home. I don't know. We don't care. Yeah, whatever. We don't care. Whatever. All right, yeah, any final man. thoughts? I guess we can't talk about, guess we can't start, talk yeah. about Star Wars, but um, I thought it was an abomination. Oh. Yeah. Did you like it? I'm, I'm sure Star you Trek. loved it. Uh, I have mixed feelings about it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was the worst Star Wars movie ever made. Worst Worse than time. episode two. Worse than all the prequels. Hands down. Well, that's patently false and incorrect. Wait, Taylor, did you see the movie? Yeah, I did. Oh. 
What happened in the movie? We went out for a little date night. I think if you tried to explain to Mike what happened in the movie, it would be a very I could easily do it, but winding, no spoilers, meandering yeah. road. There were some flaws for sure, like Princess Leia floating in space it, like Mary Poppins. Okay, let's. Mike has not seen it. Yet. It could. It could not have been worse. Mike doesn't even than know who Princess last, Leia the is. The Force Awakens. That thing was awful. That was awful. <laughs> well, you're gonna love that this was, one. Man. That was the worst one I had seen. I mean, you know, two was was pretty bad. You know, with the guy with all the arms and all the lightsabers. But oh, that was three. I mean, you know, this one, the the Force Awakens was so bad. <laughs> I mean, you guys you are kind of crazy. Geez. Neither of them are terrible. Uh, yeah, I would I would agree with. Neither my of favorite. them are my favorite, but uh, yeah. We'll talk about it Anyways, later. I'm, I'm a Rogue One man myself, you know? Was, I, really I, liked Rogue, I liked Rogue One. All right, Mike, do you have anything else on your mind just to stir the pot? Um, it can be about know, anything. I, uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be about basketball. Yeah, oh, you know what? Actually, Luke, I thought about you when I was flying to Texas. I was sitting, uh, waiting for the plane to board, and I'm sitting there, and, you know, I'm like getting ready. I'm hyped for the game. I'm ready for this uh, national championship game. And I, I'm about to get on the flight, and I hear over the intercom, they say, um, excuse me, everybody, and it's just in this type of dull voice, excuse me, everybody, um, someone has left their neck pillow at TSA gate check, uh, neck pillow here, if anybody can come back and get their neck pillow. Just start pillow. laughing. Did you, did, you, did you start laughing out loud? I was so excited. I was so excited. And the best part is other people around me, like unsolicited by me, started laughing like, oh, neck pillows. Who wears those? I'm like, yeah, right? Who does wear them? If, and, then, and then the best thing was I got on the flight. Lady sitting next to me was wearing a neck pillow. Oh, that's great. Um, you know, if so, you Guthrie know, was on that plane, he would probably be like, it's a legitimate concern losing one's neck pillow. <laughs> yeah. I, you, how It'd do really you mess up that? your trip. I mean, those you headrests are not yeah, very comfortable. Like, yeah, it's like what they, it's the reason you have it. You bring it to get on that flight. Eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, so I thought story. about you, so there you go. Why, why'd you think about me? You should have thought about all of us. I don't yeah, own I the don't neck know. pillow I corner. I thought about you. I guess you seem most likely to Laugh. be like a closet neck pillow guy. <laughs> I, you know what? Can I tell you what? I wow. wrote it. I just rode a bus down to Raleigh for on a four-hour drive, okay? Every single person on the bus brought a pillow. Except for me. Uh, I didn't bring a pillow at all. Uh, not a neck pillow, not a regular pillar, pillow, none. I actually know one of the signs that I'm getting older is that my wife and I now, when we travel with the family, always bring our own pillows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. you bring your own, like, big pillow. Yeah, always bring our own big pillows, no matter where we're going. Like, Good we Lord. always bring, It's the first thing into the car. I really hope my life is not like y'all's in my 30s. Yeah, you guys... You guys really are fragile not. little animals. There's no doubt about that. We, <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's tough. We're like the This Is Us you know? prequel somewhere down the road. <laughs> Minus all the terrible stuff that happens. Like, God, I, that sounds terrible now that I say that. But uh, yeah. Nothing like getting an email from Mike also midweek that just says, "Where This Is Us. Where are we now? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did say that. Yeah, that was good. Not, a, not about the plot, just like how do you feel about it? What are your feelings generally about the show? Yeah. This is yeah. my favorite mic text. Randomly, he'll talk about a dish of food or a, a comedy on TV or something. It's not necessarily mainstream, but how do we feel about it? Like right now, looking for a hot take just over a text message thread. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, saving man. up any ammunition for the very pod. similar to Las Vegas out there. Yeah. Just long, just paths of wasteland, just flat, 
dirt with just American like commerce and brands all around. It's just kind of you know. And then I went over to Jerry Jones's like practice facility. It's just like just looks like a large penis out there, just in the desert, just sticking up out there for no good reason. You know, it's just like you know, why did man create this? I mean, we shouldn't have never had this power. You know, we, we should have never been gifted this gift. I don't know.